0: Than all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks, old man Grognard here. Happy Saturday! Hope you're all doing well. I'm doing well. Beautiful day out, might get out later this time. <laughs> I got some work to do today, probably some housework, and I got to work on my campaign world. I really have been I I'm trying to get more out of it. And I did find a generic in of all places central casting books if you're not familiar with those you should be. That's an old publication, but I've been looking for a way to do it like a generic generic uh, stats for things. And it points me in the right direction. I did do the stats for the Cattle Drive Campaign NPCs for the beginning. And I just did them straight out for class and level. And so I'm just going to deal with those like that. And I may integrate the other stuff later. And I do recommend the Central Casting Books by the JK's Design Studio. I think... Who published that? It? Design Studio, I think. Uh, Flying Buffalo, or I thought Flying Buffalo did. But at any rate, they're very good for making backgrounds. It's an older book, you know. It's an you know it's our book, so go go look for it. I wanted to talk about encumbrance today, and just my some of my thoughts on it, and we'll get to that after this. Okay, encumbrance. Encumbrance. I've kind of had a love-hate relationship with. As a as a GM, I don't think think I just don't think about it a lot. And as a player, it's a bit of a hassle. But I can understand. This is one of those rules things where I can I can understand and sympathize why it's there. And I don't want to think that. How shall I put this? I try not to think of it as something just that the game put in there to keep the players under control as far as like getting too out of hand with stuff. And it may have been born out of early players saying, I'm going to carry everything and my mother on my back to, you know, and it just, it kind of, I'm not going to say it's not something to promote realism, but... To me, the plausibility gets a little stretched if you're carrying like 600 pounds worth of stuff and just sprinting and sprinting. So I I can sympathize with that. But as a game master, it's like my philosophy is, well, just don't get ridiculous, okay? Because for some reason, I don't think about movement, and I should, because it played in a lot of games... Where I'm going, oh, you're going to deal with encumbrance, aren't you? Aren't you? Okay, well, we'll figure it out here. And I've seen a lot of game masters, all they do is worry about encumbrance if you're wearing something like full plate or something like that. And, you know, as adventurers, we'll collect treasure. You know, it happens. Because of the nature of the beast, the nature of the occupation, if you want to call it that. I mean, you know, to me, to me, adventuring is kind of like any other business that you love, that you're doing, say acting or uh, some kind of entrepreneurship, some kind of cottage business, where it's like, I'm going to do it. If it comes profitable enough, I can check my day job. So that's how I think of adventuring. But you're automatically doing it. So I'm assuming these people, these people are part-time adventurers until it becomes lucrative enough where they can stop being a farmer or something. So there's that. So you can, they're going to collect treasure. So, and treasure weighs. So you got to think about that. And I'm looking through the old books and I just watched Draven Swiftbow, who does a great, good, really good series of D and D role play, RPG related YouTube videos. And this, these were from a couple years ago about him getting his first rule cyclopedia, uh, the print on demand version, and him doing like the Goblin test on it and writing up a fighter. He's writing up a fighter, and it's been a while since I've seen my copy of Rule Cyclopedia. So he refreshed me the fact that how they do weights. I always thought because like from like that to first edition to second edition. I have not looked at the current edition close enough to see how they do encumbrance, but it was always been coin weight. They said, okay, this, this weighs so many coins. And the way Rule Cyclopedia does it is very simple. It's basically 10 coins, gold, please, silver, pieces. You just, just as coins, 10 coins weigh one pound. So, to me, that's easy. That's easy. You just whatever whatever you do whatever whatever you have, say you have something that weighs four hundred coins, so it weighs forty pounds. just divide it by ten now other but and here's the thing i at the at first when I first saw why are they weighing things by coins? This is kind of crazy and then I thought about the genius of it. Well, that way, if somebody's playing, say, in Britain or Europe, they can convert it to how many coins per kilogram or gram or something like that. And so, it's, a, it's a, what it is, it's a universal unit of measure at that point. And I thought that was brilliant of the creators to do that because then that makes a game one that it makes that game one step more towards being a universal system. And I'm not talking about universal any genre, but just a universal rule set that you people use for many, many things and have copied many, many times. So I thought that was brilliant. So nowadays, moving forward from this, I feel like I should pay a little more attention to encumbrance. As far as, because then because as a player, I finally realized that Oh, encumbrance affects how far you can move. I mean I always knew that, but I just sort of like blew it off. I just took it for granted there was a standard movement rate for all for all adventurers and you know encumbrance really didn't have that much effect on it. Well, in some games it does. And when I play with Matt's Thursday game, he tracks encumbrance. Doing a test battle, doing test battles in Benchleydale the eventually campaigns, he does encumbrance. I'm wearing a plus one. My character, my elven fighter was wearing a plus one flight. And so he says, okay, you have like so much movement that cuts you down by like two. It's like what, 60 yards cuts me down by 20. But I said, no, it doesn't. And he said, why is it because it's magical plate mail, magical plate mail, either ways, a whole lot less than regular plate mail, or it doesn't weigh anything because it's magical. And he said, you're right, you get full movement. So they pay attention to movement. More people pay attention to movement, I realized. And I'm not going to poo-poo it because, you know, to me it's like not possible but plausible because I can't, I really don't like games that go, or you know, GMs that go overly, overly realistic And it's like, it's a fantasy world. Why would it be overly realistic? But the point is, I'm saying, that kind of thing, I will understand. I never, what I did never understand is how back in the early days, and even to this day, but mostly in the early days, where the GMs would run it as a simulation. Okay, you can run it as a simulation, but what are you simulating? You're simulating a fantasy world. Now, yes, we do have to pay attention to things like physics every once in a while, because otherwise, if it gets too out there, nobody's going to believe it. Their suspension of disbelief is going to be gone. So you, it's more like being relatable. You got to be relatable to the real world. It doesn't have to be, and it doesn't have to be a a you know a precise simulation of reality. If I wanted that. I just go out and experience reality. I'm already in reality. Why would I want to do that? This is escapism. So, the balance is very fine there. And this is a subject for another episode that I'm probably going to... I'm going to try and remember this. So, I'd like to do another episode on this. So, anyway. I'm going to let you... I I got to go start my day. So, uh, I'm... If you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmanegrognar or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan Dorje and Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Sores, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodel, Jason, and John Allen Large. You guys are great. Thanks. And don't forget Dan Gregg's the Yung Grognard Podcast. That's Y-U-N-G Grognard Podcast. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast. And Big John Allen launches The Red Dice Diary. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.